I forgot what to say. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, loyal listeners. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Idiots and Aspots, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And for the first time ever, we have a special guest, and her name is Jessica. And I've known her for how many years now? Probably like, Um, when did you you go uh, to college up here? I graduated in 2016. Okay, so probably 2014? Yeah. So it's been like six years or so. Yeah, six years, yeah. seven years. Something like that, six or seven years. <clears throat> so, yeah, and then we met at, I think, did I tell any stories about Crazy Barn Lady? Oh. Uh, I think you've mentioned it, but I don't know if you've told any stories. I mean, okay. you've told me stories, but okay. I don't know if you said so, it on the podcast. So, Crazy Barn Lady is Crazy Barn Lady, and we're going to leave it at that because this could go on forever. <laughs> but we met there, and we formed a mutual bond over the crazy lady yeah. and, like, being like, we need... And horses. I and guess. horses, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's her fault that I have my horse. Oh, really? Because you know what happened? Is that I was like, I'm thinking about getting a horse. Okay, you love him, though. Okay, yes, but still. (laughs) I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, like, I'm thinking about getting a horse and whatever. And then I was like, I should go and look at a couple horses while I'm visiting you in Idaho. And then I went to visit the guy who had Toby, and... The guy asked me at one point, he's like, so do you think you want him? And she goes, yes, she does. <laughs> I'm like, girl. I said that you were interested. No, no, no. He's like, so do you think you want him? And she's like, yeah, she does. <laughs> and that's how I ended up with my horse. <laughs> I don't think that's bad. Oh, he no, was, it's not a bad thing. It was a but... good price, though. And he was a good, like, horse for a first horse, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I have no complaints other than the fact that if I could, you know, ride him like I wanted to, that would be... You know, nice, because he's broken half the time, so. Well, he's getting better. He's getting better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's getting better. But anyways, so. That that big uh, money suck in my life is due to you, Jessica. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a lot of money suckers. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. all good, but it's fine. So, yes, this is Jessica. Hello. Tell us about yourself, Jessica. Uh, I am from Idaho. I'm a bit of a redneck. <laughs> um, I came over here to play college basketball, and that's how I kind of met Rochelle, was as playing college basketball and my spirit animal is definitely Blake Shelton. (laughs) (laughs) How did you start watching Supernatural? How were you introduced to it? Um, I think I forced you to watch it. No, no. When I was um, in high school, my little brother and I would watch um, TNT Mm-hmm. A lot in the summertime, and mm-hmm. Supernatural is one that'd come on like pretty much every single day. Yeah, okay. And so that's pretty much Just how the reruns are. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how we like got into it. It was Supernatural and Bones. Oh, I love, Bones. I love Bones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty yeah. much how I started watching Supernatural. Yeah, and you're yeah. on what season twelve now? You said. Yeah. So you're not quite around there. Up. Yeah. It's I'd all have good. To look. I, I probably would have to go back a few episode like seasons just to like actually know what's going on. But. A few mm-hmm. seasons. Okay, one season. I was like, how many seasons you know do you want to go like, back to make sure you know You have happening. to, like, make sure that you know everything, because this there's so many little things that yeah. mm-hmm. you, you yeah. could pass up on, so. This is very true. What happened in season 12? Who is the big bad? I can't remember. Amara? The Darkness? Yeah. The, the darkness. Yeah, the, the darkness. darkness. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember, honestly. It's been a long time. So Dean's got the the mark of Cain still? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Okay. That's, yeah, for sure. Still but no spoilers other oh. than that. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spoil anything. No. I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. 
it's not like you learn about the mark of Cain for like episodes before it happens to Dean. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. So. It's kind of like one of those. Like, so I don't think I really spoiled it. No. No. Okay. You're anyway, good. you're good. All right. So today we were talking about season five, episode one. Called- we made it to season five. Oh my gosh, this is the best season. Season four and five are definitely my favorites. I think, from what I remember, of five. I think five is my favorite. Yeah. It's the most like intense. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, because that's where the show was supposed to end originally, because they only right. wrote it for five seasons, and so like, if you quit watching at season five. Like, it's a decent place. To, I mean, you should never stop watching it at season five because there's ten more seasons. But, like, if you were going to quit at, like, any random place, mm-hmm. it would be the end of season five. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. But don't do that, folks. Because there's so many other good things. And they're pretty. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are pretty. Yep. Oh, yeah. And they just get prettier. <laughs> And they just listen. They age so well. Except, I think season six, Sam, with those like weird ass sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't like that. I That's can't a deal phase with these weird we sideburns. Could go without. Yeah. yeah, but other than that, it's fine. <laughs> I can't complain. I mean, if that's the only thing that you have to complain about a that's person, true, like, yeah. come on, you know. I mean, everyone true. has a weird stage at some point. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody's awkward. Something <laughs> weird to try. Yeah. yeah. Like short yeah. hair for me, bad deal. Yeah. I got a perm one and when I was like eight. Yeah. No good. No okay, good. so secret but not secret. I've been thinking about possibly getting a perm because it would be so much easier because my hair would all do the same thing. It depends. But it depends on what type of perm you I've get. I had a perm and I had a spiral perm. Yeah. And it was pretty good, but the frizz was terrible. Yeah. And that's the thing is like even when I curl my hair it frizzes cuz my hair when I was a kid was curly. And like so depending on the like if I use a curling iron it doesn't curl and it doesn't stay curled, but if I do like you know a straightener or a wand or something and curl it like I don't even need hairspray for it to stay and it'll mm. stay for a couple of days. For that's the most nice. part. I mean there's parts that fall, but like you know it, it looks good and it stays, but it ends up getting super frizzy because mm-hmm. it's like the individual hairs curl so well that like all the short ones, like all the little like pieces that have broken off and everything just like stick out everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like I'm thinking about it, but also at the same time, I'm like, eh, my hair already has issues with some frizz sometimes. So you're thinking so. it might be an awkward Sam sideburns thing? I'm thinking it might be an awkward <laughs> Sam sideburns thing and I'm kind of like, ah, I don't know. Like, I want to try it. I guess the only but way also to find out would be to try it. And then I just have to, like, you put can a bunch perm of oil it. in it. Well, you can perm it back straight if you don't like it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that twice. I just wait for it to grow out. I mean, yeah. You give it some time, but... Yeah. If you absolutely hate it, you can perm it back Oh, straight. yeah. If I absolutely hate it, then I can relax it or whatever, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So, anyways, we should get on to the, uh, <laughs> the episode. Okay. <laughs> So, we are talking about Season 5, Episode 1, called Sympathy for the Devil. So, we are still in St. Mary's Convent. Lucifer's cage is opening. Dean says, Sammy, let's go. Sam says, Dean, he's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Well, this is a definite, like, big brother, little brother moment. Like, oh my gosh, look it. He's coming. (laughs) How is that a 
that big brother little brother moment because like <laughs> no like when you have a little sibling they're always like the more fearful one and the oldest sibling's like come on let's go like we don't need to see you're this. thinking of something different my mind went to a different <laughs> place than yours did mine you, is too yours is much more wholesome yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'm sorry okay <laughs> She's been living under a rock in Idaho for a few years. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> a little bit. Ah. It's fine, though. Anyways. <laughs> okay. They try to run away, but the door slams shut. They turn around to face the light. <laughs> and a high-pitched noise makes them cover their ears. Then suddenly, they're on an airplane. Dean says, what the hell? Sam says, I don't know. Then the pilot says through the overhead system, folks, quick word from the flight deck. We're just passing over Ilchester, then Ellicott City, then our initial descent into Baltimore. Dean says, Ilchester, weren't we just there? So we (laughs) Isn't that Ilchester the molester? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What was was his other name? Uh, let's see, I wrote it down. Peeping Tom. Oh my gosh. Oh, I thought he had a better name than Peeping Tom. There was Tom. another one, but I don't remember what it was. I didn't write them all down. Peeping okay. Tom. <laughs> Chester the Molester. <laughs> okay, so we cut to the pilot, still talking on the overhead. Just in front of the plane, a bright beam of light shoots up into the sky. The pilot says, holy crap, and he has to serve, swerve the plane to avoid hitting it. The air masks come down, and Sam and Dean put theirs on. Opening title sequence. So we cut to Sam and Dean driving later that night. The radio says, and Governor O'Malley urged calm, saying that it's unlikely an abandoned convent convent, <laughs> convent would be a target for terrorists, either foreign or homegrown. Dean says, change the station. Every station Sam flips to has another story more and more worrisome, such as North Korea, nuclear talk, swine flu, earthquakes, and hurricanes. Sam turns the radio off and says, Dean, look. Dean says, don't say anything. It's okay. We just got to keep our heads down and hash this out, all right? Well, first things first, how do we end up on Soul Plane? <laughs> Sam says, angels, maybe? I mean, you know, beaming us, beaming us out of harm's way. Dean says, well, whatever. It's the least of our worries. We need to find Cass. So we cut to Chuck's house. It's a total mess. There's blood splattered all over the floor. They hear creaking in another room and go to investigate. Then someone hits Sam in the head with a plunger. Which is like... <laughs> It it was up there with, like, the best things to happen in this episode. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, I would be so upset if somebody hit me in the face with a plunger. Yeah. That is, like, now I'm getting pink eye. Yeah, calmly. Yeah, if somebody hit me in the head with a plunger, I'd be like, you best tell me right now that the thing has never been used. I know. Like, Like, immediately you have to go take a shower. I'm actually going to kill you. Yeah. No. Uh, Okay, I wouldn't actually kill somebody over that, but still. I'd be really mad. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, I don't know if we could be friends after this. I know, right? For real. (laughs) Hit me in the head with a plunger. Like, no, we're done. (laughs) Okay, so it's Chuck. Sam says, ow. Chuck says, Sam. Dean says, hey, Chuck. Chuck says, so, you're okay. Sam says, well, my head hurts. <laughs> Chuck says, no, I mean, my last vision. You went, like, full-on Vader. Your body temperature was 150. Your heart rate was 200. Your eyes were black. Dean says, your eyes went black? And Sam says, I didn't know. Dean asks, where's Cass? Chuck says, he's dead. Or gone. The archangel smote the crap out of him. I'm sorry. Dean says, you're sure? I mean, maybe he just vanished into the light or something. Chuck says, oh, no, he, like, exploded, like a water balloon <laughs> full of chunky soup. <laughs> there we go. Chuck is covered in blood, and Sam says, you got a... He motions to his head. Chuck says, right here, and he pulls a tooth out of his hair. 
Disgusting. Yeah. He says, is that a molar? Do I have molar in my hair? This has really been a stressful day. (laughs) Way to take it. So good. I I probably would have cried at that point. I was like, I'd be like, oh no. I'm never going to be the same again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dean says, Cass, you stupid bastard. (laughs) Sam says, stupid? He was trying to help us. Dean says, yeah, exactly. Sam says, so what now? Dean says, I don't know. Chuck says, oh, crap, I can feel them. Then, <laughs> then Zachariah is there. <laughs> he says, thought we'd find you here. He's got some minions with him. Zach says, playtime's over, Dean. Time to come with us. Dean says, you just keep your distance, asshat. <laughs> Zach says, you're upset. Dean says, yeah, a little. You sons of bitches jump-started Judgment Day. Zach says, maybe we let it happen. We didn't start anything. Right, Sammy? And he winks at Sam. What a douche nozzle. He really is. He's a yeah. terrible... Well, person, whatever. But still, you know, (laughs) not really a person. But yeah, like, uh, why? I also think that, like, people give Sam so much shit for starting the apocalypse, but Dean is the one who broke the first seal. Also, I just think that it's not really fair that everyone blames Sam for it. Like, Dean jump-started it and Sam finished finished it, it, you know? like, And so it's kind of like, well. You both kind of had important 50, roles 50. in this. You know? Yeah, 50-50. Everyone yeah. gives Sam so much shit for it. Yeah. But, like, Dean is just as much to blame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, Zach says, you had a chance to stop your brother, and you couldn't. So let's not quibble over who started what. Let's just say it was all of our faults and move on. Because, like it or not, it's apocalypse now, and we're back on the same team again. You want to kill the devil? We want you to kill the devil. It's synergy. Dean says, and I'm just supposed to trust you? Cram it with walnuts, ugly. I love that thing. I should use that more. (laughs) Zach says, this isn't a game, son. Lucifer is powerful in ways that defy description. We need to smite now. Nope, that's not what he says. (laughs) He says, we need to strike now, hard and fast, before he finds his vessel. Sam says, his vessel? Lucifer needs a meat suit? Zach says, he is an angel. Them's the rules. And when he touches down, we're talking four horsemen, red oceans, fiery skies, the greatest hits. You can stop him, Dean, but you need our help. Dean says, you listen to me, you two-faced douche. (laughs) (laughs) After what you did, I don't want jack squat from you. Zach says, you listen to me, boy. You think, or you listen to me, boy. You think you can rebel against us, as Lucifer did? Then some blood drips down from Dean's hand. Zach notices and says, you're bleeding. Dean says, oh yeah, a little insurance policy in case you dick showed up. Then he turns around and pulls out a sliding door that has the angel banishing symbol on it. He places his hand in the middle of it, and a bright light happens, and the angels disappear. Dean says, learn that from my friend Cass, you son of a bitch. So dear. Chuck says, this sucks ass. (laughs) So we cut to Sam walking into their motel room. Dean is loading weapons. Sam tosses Dean something and says, here, hex bag. No way the angels will find us with those. Demons either, for that matter. Dean says, where'd you get it? Sam says, I made it. Dean asks how, and Sam says, I learned it from Ruby. Dean says, speaking of, how are you doing? Are you jonesing for another hit of bitch blood or what? Sam says, it's weird. Tell you the truth. I'm fine. No shakes, no fever. It's like whatever put me on that plane cleaned me right up. Dean says, supernatural methadone. Sam says, yeah, I guess. Dean. Dean says, Sam, it's okay. You don't have to say anything. Sam says, well, that's good, because what can I even say? I'm sorry? I screwed up? Doesn't really do it justice, you know? Look, there's nothing I can do or say that will ever make this right. Dean yells, so why do you keep bringing it up? Look, all I'm saying is, why do we have to put this under a microscope? We made a mess. We clean it up. That's it. All right, so say this is just any other hunt. 
What do we do first? Sam says, we'd figure out where the thing is. Dean says, all right, so we just got to find the devil. We cut to Pike Creek, Delaware. A man named Nick walks through a gate in front of his house. Instead of closing it all the way, it starts clattering and there's a strong wind blowing. We cut to Nick in bed. He pulls his hands out from under the covers and they're all bloody. He pulls the covers down and sees the sheet covered in blood. He gets up and turns on the lamp, but all the blood is gone. He says, all right, keep it together. Keep it together, man. He turns off the light and gets in bed. He rolls over and finds his dead wife in bed with him. She says, it's you, Nick. You're special. You're chosen. Nick covers his eyes, and when he looks again, wifey is gone. So we cut to a girl named Becky's house. She's got supernatural <laughs> posters on her walls. Oh, Becky. She is writing fan fiction on her computer. She says, and then Sam touched, no, caressed Dean's clavicle. <laughs> this is wrong, said Dean. Then I don't want to be right, replied Sam. Oh, my Sam, God. She's got, like, this creepy voice. eyes and, like, the creepy voice going on the whole entire time, yeah. too, which is fantastic. <laughs> I totally, totally love it. I love it. Um, then she gets a notification that Carver Edlund is calling. She opens it up, and there's Chuck on her computer. Becky says, oh, my God, you. Your Chuck says, Carver Edlund. Yeah. Hi, Becky. Becky says, you got my letters and my marzipan. Chuck says, yeah, yummy. Becky says, I am your number one fan. You know, I'm Sam Licker 81. <laughs> Chuck says, I'm sorry, you're what? She says, webmistress at morethanbrothers.net. Chuck says, oh, yeah, yeah, you're my number one fan. That's why I contacted you. You're the only one who will believe me. Becky says, are you all right? Chuck says, no, I'm being watched. Okay, not now. At least I don't think so, but I don't have much time. I need your help. Becky says, you need my help? Chuck says, that's right. I need you to get a message to Sam and Dean, okay? Becky looks disappointed in size. She says, look, Mr. Edlin, yes, I'm a fan, but I don't really appreciate being mocked. I know that Supernatural is just a book, okay? I know the difference between fantasy and reality. Chuck says, Becky, it's all real. She says, I knew it! <laughs> so we cut to Sam and Dean in their motel room. Someone knocks on the door, and Sam opens it. It's Becky. <laughs> she gasps. <laughs> Sam says... You okay, lady? She says, Sam, is that really you? And she puts her hand on his chest and says, she puts his hand on his chest and says, and you're so firm. Oh. Sam says, uh, do I know you? She says, no, but I know you. You're Sam Winchester. <laughs> then she looks at Dean and says, and you're not what I pictured. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. From how he's, like, described Sam, I think, at least in my mind, from how he's described, like, Dean is supposed to be, like, the, you know, the hot one, you know, like, yeah. the bad boy, all that sort of stuff, and then she's like, Sammy, and then she's like, mm, no, to yeah. him, and he's like, what the heck, you yeah, know? Yeah. Especially when he looks up with his, like, Clint Eastwood squint, he's like, and then she says that, he's like, oh. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like, I'm ready for my compliment now, right. <laughs> and then it never happens. No, nope, no. Nope. Um, she says, "I'm Becky. I read all about you guys. I've even written a few." Anyway, Mr. Edlin told me where you were. He's got a message, but he's being watched. Angels, nice change to the mythology, by the way. The demon stuff was getting kind of old. Sam says, "Right, what's the message?" She says, he had a vision. The Michael sword is on earth, and the angels lost it. Dean asks, the Michael sword? Sam says, Becky, does he know where it is? She says, in a castle on a hill made of 42 dogs. Sam says, are you sure you got that right? <laughs> Becky says, it doesn't make sense, but that's what he said. I memorized every word for you. And she puts her hand back on Sam's chest. <laughs> Sam says, um, Becky, can you quit touching me? She says, 
no. <laughs> like, not <laughs> even any hesitation. Just, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to Bobby driving Baby to the boys' hotel. He walks into the room and Dean hugs him. Bobby says, good to see you, boys, all in one piece. He hugs Sam, too. Dean asks, you weren't followed, were you? Bobby says, you mean by angels, demons, or Sam's new superfan? <laughs> Sam says, you heard. Bobby says, I heard, Romeo. So, sort of Michael, huh? Dean says, you think we're talking about the actual sword from the actual Archie? <laughs> I just butchered that whole thing. <laughs> he says, you think we're talking about the actual sword from the actual Archangel? <laughs> Archangel. I know. We're just going to just gonna leave it behind. <laughs> Bobby says, you better friggin' hope so. He opens up a book to an illustration. He says, that's Michael, toughest son of a bitch alive. That's not what he says. <laughs> I'm just going to take a drink of water. <laughs> We're having technical difficulties we are. over here. Okay, that's Michael. Toughest some bitch they got. You're kidding me, though. That guy looks like Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Bobby says, well, I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley. Believe me. He commands the heavenly host. During the last big dust up upstairs, he's the one who booted Lucifer's ass to the basement. And he did it with that sword. So if we can find it. Sam says, we can kick the devil's ass all over again. All right, so where do we start? Bobby says, divvy up and start reading. Try and make sense of Chuck's nonsense. We cut to some time later. Sam gets up and starts acting all emo. Bobby says, kid, I mean, is you this the right? first time, though? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. And it's not going to be the last. Nope. Was it really emo, though? I mean, cut. Okay, to be fair, he was under a lot of stress with the whole, like, Jessica thing. I know, his girlfriend you know. died on the ceiling, just like yeah. his mommy. You know, that would create some, like, some PTSD, trauma. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. good grief, yeah, like, but still, he just doesn't respond well to stressors. It's just no, like, he doesn't. Dude, you know, like, yeah. come on. He gets all sad about it. Which, I mean, is understandable. Mm-hmm. Dean just gets angry when things happen. That's, mm-hmm. like, his default. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bobby says, kid, you all right? Sam says, no, actually. Bobby, this is all my fault. I'm sorry. Lilith did not break the final seal. Lilith was the final seal. Dean says, Sam, stop it. Sam says, I killed her and I set Lucifer free. Bobby says, you what? Sam says, you guys warned me about Ruby, the demon blood, but I didn't listen. I brought this on. Bobby says, you're damn right you didn't listen. You were reckless and selfish and arrogant. Sam says, I'm sorry. Bobby says, oh yeah, you're sorry you started Armageddon? This kind of thing don't get forgiven, boy. If by some miracle we pull this off, I want you to lose my number. You understand me? Oh! I can't. I just, that is just the saddest it's thing like that has happened so far. Because, like, listen, Bobby is, like, their father, father that they actually yeah. like, you know? Like, right. Don't do that. You can't uh, shut your son, man. Don't do it. Uh. No one got mad at Dean. For breaking no. the first seal. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. It's just none of it. I mean, to be Sam's fair. face, too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this is the saddest moment so far, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, though, is that, like, to be fair, if somebody were to say that sort of stuff to Dean, do you think it would have an impact on him like it does with Sam? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody could do that to Dean all day long. And, and he'd just be, be like, like, hey, asshat. Well, you know, like, you know, he'd be like, and he, I'm not saying that he wouldn't feel bad, but, like, it wouldn't have the same impact on him that it would on Sam, because Sam's yeah. more the emotional one. Yeah, I guess I agree with you on that. 
<sighs> Either way, it sucks. <laughs> so Sam nods and says, there's an old church nearby. Maybe I'll go read some of the lore books there. Bobby says, yeah, you do that. So Sam leaves. We cut to some time later. Dean and Bobby are still reading. Bobby says, I never would have guessed that your daddy was right. Dean says, about what? Bobby says, about your brother. What John said, you save Sam or kill him. Maybe we shouldn't have tried so hard to save him. He ended the world, Dean, and you and I weren't strong enough to stop him proper. That's on us. I'm just saying your daddy's right. Dean says, Dad, and starts looking through a book for something. Starts looking through a bag for something. <laughs> Dean says, here, I don't believe it. It's a card from my dad's lockup, upstate New York. Read it. Bobby reads, Castle Storage, 42 Rover Hill. Dean says, Castle on a Hill of 42 Dogs. Bobby says, so you think your dad had the Michael Sword all this time? Dean says, I don't know. I'm not sure what else Chuck could have meant. Bobby says, yeah, okay, it's good enough for me. Then he punches Dean so hard that he goes flying. And Bobby's eyes turn black. Bobby picks him up, and a girl and a mm-hmm. dude demon come into the room. Okay, but that means that Bobby wasn't really, like, lose my number. Yeah. No, but Sam's was, not around for the, oh, I know. this moment. Like, yeah. he still doesn't know. He doesn't know. But I'm so happy when Bobby turned out to be a demon at that point. Oh, yeah. There were definitely know. signs, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like, sure. When he said kid to him, like, yeah. I don't think he normally calls them kid. Like, yeah. calls them other nicknames. But I, I remember the first time watching this, I was like, that's kind of Something's weird. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the girl demon says, I always knew you were big, dumb. <laughs> I always knew you were a big, dumb, slow, dim pain in the ass scene. <laughs> but I never dreamt you were so VIP. I mean, you're going to ice the devil? You? If I'd have known that, I'd have ripped her pretty, pretty face off ages ago. I like that she has to call him pretty two times. <laughs> pretty face. Yeah. I mean, she's not wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Dean says, Ruby? She says, try again. Go back further. Dean says, Meg. She says, hi. These are the days of miracle and wonder, Dean. Our father's among us. You know, we're all dreaming again for the first time since we were human. It's heaven on earth. Or hell. We really owe your brother a fruit basket. Dean says, my God, you like the sound of your own voice. Meg says, but you, on the other hand, you're the only bump in the road. So every demon, every single one is just dying for a piece of you. Dean says, get in line. Meg says, oh, I am in the front of the line, baby. Let's ride. And then she kisses him. Just out of nowhere, she kisses him. I mean. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming either, but, I mean, seeing his face, it doesn't not make sense. (laughs) Right. Why not? Right, right. Okay. Dean says, what is that? Peanut butter? Oh, this reminds me of something that happened to me once. (laughs) Please do tell. Um, So I was in junior high. I think I was in seventh grade. And um, I was with one of my friends. And we met some boys after school (laughs) on the playground of um, some elementary. Mm -hmm. And I had eaten a tuna fish sandwich (laughs) beforehand. And I was meeting my seventh grade boyfriend there, uh-huh. and we made out a lot. And then, the, and then the next day, I heard from some of my friends that were there that he kept talking about how I must have had tuna fish. <laughs> oh, no. I know. Oh. That's the worst. That's just what a seventh grader needs for a confidence boost. I know. Right? It oh. didn't really, like, no one, no one seemed, like, down. Care, really. Yeah, like, to care about it. Like, yeah. it was just, like, a funny thing. It wasn't, yeah. like, you dumbass. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you did. At least. At least you, they weren't saying that and you didn't have a tuna fish. Sandwich. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> at least it that wasn't like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but I was eating strawberries. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Thanks. It makes you feel it makes better. You feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. if he's going to spread a story, at least it's a true one. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so Meg says, you know, your surrogate daddy's still awake, screaming in there. And I want him to know how it feels slicing the life out of you. She hands... Okay, your feet are freaking me out right there. <laughs> they're like, your toes are wiggling and they're making this, like, kind of sketchy sound. And it's, it's like, I can see it out of the corner of my eye. It's freaking me out. I do this to her a lot. I'll, like... Usually my feet are over there, though. And I'll, like, sit there and I'll, like, move my feet around. And she's like, what was that? <laughs> and you're the one all weird about feet. I don't like feet. I don't mind feet. Mm. But also, because your legs are so long, they're, like, way further away from your body than I think they should be. <laughs> that weirds me out, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it weirds us out, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to, not gonna lie, though, there's been a few times, like, even just during this episode where I'll move my feet and I'll see my feet moving out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, wait, and then I'm like, oh, wait, those are my feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> But it doesn't, like, freak me out. I'm just kind of like, what is that? Oh, huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your toes are making me, like... I'm sorry. I'm distracting you. I'll try not to wiggle my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So uh, Meg hands Bobby the demon killing knife. Bobby pushes Dean up against the wall. He almost stabs Dean, but Bobby overpowers the demon inside, and he stabs himself instead. (gasps) Bobby, no! (laughs) Why, you dummy? Yes, but no. I know. Yeah. Then Dean punches Meg, but the other demon fights with Dean. And then Sam comes in the door. Meg hits him in the face with the room phone. Which, ow! <laughs> yeah. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. It's better than a plunger, right? <laughs> I would take the plunger. I mean, okay. Guy. I know. Assuming that it was a clean plunger, I would take the plunger. Because it'd probably hurt less. It's got a little bit of give to it. Where, like, yeah, a it's rubber. is just going to... Hard Just, plastic, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I feel like with a plunger, you can get more force because of the handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, it's got give. But the it phone, you rubber. can't, like, get like, as much into it. But you're probably also not going to crack your head open by getting hit with a plunger. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to crack your head open getting hit with a phone, you know, mm-hmm. like, for sure. More, well, I mean, depending on how hard they throw it, but, yeah. you know. Probably hard since she's a demon. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we see what <laughs> just happened to Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still going to go with I'm going to take the plunger. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if it was clean, of course. But yeah, if it, but if, yeah, do. I don't know. <laughs> Are you going to, so okay, listen, if you're going to volunteer your dome to be hit by a plunger and a phone, like, <laughs> that's fine. I'm not going to volunteer for that experiment, though. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. You like to hit me too much. If it was like, if it was like phone or dirty plunger, I'd probably go with the phone. <laughs> you know, even then I'd probably go with the dirty plunger. I'm going based off of like. <laughs> impact <laughs> i mean okay if it's i got, got it. like stuff stuck to it but if it's like one of those that like you know it's not a new one but it's not like Used obviously dirty yeah. you know, like i'm probably gonna still take the plunger because listen that's when i it get hit and then i go and i run to the shower yeah. and bleach everything right <laughs> it all sounds awful yep okay so meg says hey sammy you miss me because i sure missed you he says, Meg. And then they start fighting. Meg says, it's not so easy without those super special demon powers, huh, Sammy? Then Dean pulls the demon knife out of Bobby and stabs the dude demon. He goes over to Meg, but she smokes out of her meat suit. 
So we cut back to Nick in Delaware. He's packing up baby things into a box. Then the swinging baby chair starts rocking. This poor guy. Ugh. Ugh. It's awful. Yeah, it is. Like, ugh, so many terrible things that mm-hmm. are just like, oh, by the way, you know, let's yeah. bring this up again. Right. Uh, can't imagine. So the swinging baby chair starts rocking. Nick stops it, and then we hear a baby crying from inside the box he was packing. He looks through it and finds a baby monitor making the noise. He goes into the nursery, and blood starts pouring out of the crib. But in, but inside, the crib is clean. He starts crying. I would, too. Yeah. Whether I mean, whether or not it was me that went through the traumatic situation, if I went into a random house and saw blood pour, pouring out of the crib, I would probably cry, too. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we cut to a hospital. Sam and Dean rush Bobby inside. The nurse gets a gurney, and they wheel Bobby away. A nurse tells the boys to wait there. Sam says, no, no, we can't just leave him. She says, just don't move. I've got questions. Dean says, Sammy, we got to go. Sam says, no, no way, Dean. Dean says, the demons heard where, what am I reading here? (laughs) Dean says, the demons heard where the sword is. We got to get to it before they do, if we're not too late already. Come on. So they leave. We cut to the boys lockpicking their way inside of the storage. There's a couple of dead guys on the floor. Suddenly, Zach and two other angels are are there. Zach says, I see you told the demons where the sword is. Dean says, oh, thank God the angels are here. (laughs) Zach says, and to think. I know, right? (laughs) Zach says, and to think they could have grabbed it any time they wanted. It was right in front of them. Sam says, what do you mean? Zach says, we may have planted that particular piece of prophecy inside Chuck's skull, but it happened to be true. We did lose the Michael sword. We truly couldn't find it. Until now. You've just handed, you've just, (laughs) you've just hand delivered it to us. Dean says, we don't have anything. Zach says, it's you, chucklehead. To Dean, he says, you're the Michael sword. What you thought you could get, what you thought you could actually kill Lucifer? You, simpering wad of insecurity and self love. I'm going to do that again. I just said some words. I don't know if they made sense. Uh, What? You thought you could actually kill Lucifer? You simpering wad of insecurity and self-loathing? No, you're just human, Dean, and not much of one. This dude. This guy's such a dick. I do not like him. First of all, he's saying this in the me suit he chose. Let's be real. <laughs> like, he's trying to give them shit. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'd pick the Dean meat suit over the whoever he was inhabiting at the time. Mm-hmm. I think he's just jealous of what meat suit he got. Let's be real. Okay. Well, I mean, Dean's I, not a meat suit. Dean's Dean, but still. Right, right. Well, they're trying to make him a meat suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like the actor who plays Zachariah. I mean, I mean, he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Get me he's wrong. a good actor. Yeah, but it's just kind of funny. It's like so much shade being thrown, and it's kind of like, mm, buddy, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, he says, "You're just human, Dean, and not much of one." Dean says, "What do you mean? I'm the sword." Zach says, "You're Michael's weapon, or rather, his receptacle." <laughs> Dean says, "I'm a vessel." Zach says, "You're the vessel, Michael's vessel." Dean says, "How? Why me?" Zach says, because you're chosen. It's a great honor, Dean. Dean says, oh, yeah, life as an angel condom. That's real fun. (laughs) Another thing that weirded me out was, why isn't Michael asking him? Like, Lucifer is asking his. Yeah, that never actually happens. Well, that, because, I mean, in all of the, you know, episodes, like, with Jimmy and all that, like, they have to ask. Mm -hmm. Well, they do, but, like, why doesn't he come and ask himself? That seems way more effective. 
You would think. But, I mean, also at the time, like, I think because there's so many different manipulations going on here that it's, like, kind of just part of the, Mm -hmm. you know, part of the thing. Oh, it just seems weird to me. I it mean, is it's, weird. It is uh, weird, because you would think that it's like, hey, if I wanted to inhabit this, you know, person, like, I should probably go and, like, Talk try to and inhabit them mm-hmm. and not just, like, eh, somebody else do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> well, like, but, Lucifer does. He makes it seem like he's on his side. Like, mm-hmm. by, you know, inhabiting him, then it will help him. Yeah. And I just kind of wonder why they didn't do that for Dean yeah. as well. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, Dean says, oh, yeah, life is an angel condom. That's real fun. <laughs> I think I'll pass. Thanks. Zach says, joking. Always joking. Well, no more jokes. Then he points gun fingers at Sam and says, bang. And we hear a bone break. <laughs> Sam falls to the floor in pain. Like, ugh. Poor Sam in this I know. He's just getting tossed around, right? <laughs> He's not doing so hot. Smacked with a plunger. <laughs> That's where my bad day ends. That's like, I'm going to bleach everything and then I'm going to get in bed and just cry about it. But you also break your leg, so that's yeah. great. So um, Sam falls to the floor in pain. Dean says, you son of a bitch. Zach says, keep mouthing off. I'll break more than his legs. I am completely and utterly through screwing around. The war has begun. and We don't have our general. That's bad. Now Michael is going to take his vessel and lead that final charge against the adversary. You understand me? Dean says, how many humans die in the crossfire, huh? A million? Five? Ten? Zach says, probably more. If Lucifer goes unchecked, you know how many will die? All of them. He'll roast the planet alive. Dean says, Dean says, uh, what does he say? Oh, okay. <laughs> Dean says, there's a reason you're telling me this instead of just nabbing me. You need my consent. Michael needs my say-so to ride around inside my skin. Zach says, unfortunately, yes. Dean says, well, there's got to be another way. Zach says, there is no other way. There must be a battle between my... Oh, that's not what he says. <laughs> I'm just making shit up. It's <laughs> fine. It seems Mm-mm. legit to me. <laughs> like, I can't tell. Zach says, there is no other way. There must be a battle. Michael must defeat the serpent. It is written. Dean says, yeah, maybe. But on the other hand, eat me. The answer's no. <laughs> Zach says, okay, how about this? Your friend Bobby, we know he's gravely injured. Say yes and we'll heal him. Say no, he'll never walk again. Dean says, no. Zach says, then how about we heal you from stage, mm, sorry. (laughs) Zach says, then how about we heal you from stage four stomach cancer? Then Dean kneels over and starts coughing. Dean says, no. Zach says, then let's get really creative. Let's see how Sam does without his lungs. Sam Sam starts gasping. Zach says, are we having fun yet? You're going to say yes, Dean. Dean says, just kill us. Zach says, kill you. Oh, no, I'm just getting started. Then there's a bright flash of light and Castiel is there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> he kills one angel with his angel blade and then fights with the other one. I need some water, like, right now. <laughs> okay, can I just say that, like, the amount of arrogance in this guy, like, that's what bothers me the most about him, I think. Like, the yeah. people that I've met in life or whatever that are just arrogant and they're like, oh, you're going to do this because of this. Like, those are the people that just boil my blood the most mm-hmm. like and i don't care which the actor does a great job oh yeah doing he, that, he does but, a really good job yeah. it's like he wants you to be mad at him yeah you know which and 
it's working, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, you can't talk to people like that. You can't act like that. Like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just like, is your technique really working? Mm, no, not really. It's just, I mean, here's the thing, is that for some people, it would work, and they'd just eventually give up. Other people would just make a matter and matter and matter, you like, know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. So it's like, okay, you hit a certain point, and it's like, dude, it's not working. Try something else. Stop just being arrogant about yeah. everything and thinking that you're going to win just because you're you, you know? Mm-hmm. So Cass kills one angel with his angel blade and then fights with the other one. Cass kills him. Zach says, how are you? Cass says, alive? That's a good question. How did these two end up on that airplane? Another good question. Because the angels didn't do it. I think we both know the answer, don't we? Zach says, no, that's not possible. Cass says, it scares you. Well, it should. Now put these boys back together and go. I won't ask twice. Zach whooshes away, and the boys stand up, completely healed. Cass says, you two need to be more careful. Dean says, yeah, I'm starting to get that. (laughs) Your frat brothers are bigger dicks than I thought. Cass says, I don't mean the angels. Lucifer is circling his vessel, and once he takes it, those hex bags won't be enough to protect you. He puts one hand on Dean's chest and the other on Sam's, and they both make sounds like they're in pain. Dean says, what the hell is that? Cass says, an Enochian sigil. It'll hide you from every archangel, I'm sorry, it'll hide you from every angel in creation, including Lucifer. Dean says, what, you just brand us with it? Cass says, no, I carved it into your ribs. (laughs) Right over. (laughs) Oh, no, like, just, I, 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 I love, the thing that I love the most about Cass is his, like, complete inability to understand Mm-hmm. The social cues. Right, right. <laughs> He's just like, no, like, clearly I didn't do that. I did this. It's like, that's not okay. You know, yep. like, <laughs> this, is, this is where we're at right now. <laughs> it's pretty adorable. It's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. I'm a cast girl. I don't know if you knew that, but pretty cool. of the three of them. Yeah. My heart lies with cast. <laughs> I think, I mean, they all have a little piece of my heart, but I think Dean has the biggest piece. Yeah. <laughs> that's obvious. <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Well, you're more of a Sam person, aren't you? No. Or you used to be. No, you just made me Sam because you wanted to be Dean. Okay, listen. Okay, so one time for Halloween. (laughs) Well, because you're taller, that's why. One time (laughs) for... Okay, that's that's really what it was. One time for Halloween, we decided that we were going to dress up as Sam and Dean and Mm -hmm. try and, like, do... You know, we photos. We did pretty good. We did pretty you good. Sent like, you sent me some. You sent me some. I remember. copy, like, some of their poses that are just, like, random ones online or whatever. And we, like, dressed up as, like, girl versions of Sam and Dean and, like, tried to copy him. And it was fun. But, yeah. I mean, like, okay. How would it look if, like, the person who's supposed to be playing Sam is shorter than the person who's supposed to be playing Dean? It's not right. You gotta be Sam. <laughs> I don't really have a person, like... There's not one that you like more than the others? Mm-mm. Yeah. I was a Dean girl until there was Cass. <laughs> yeah. And then I became a Cass girl. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've always been a Dean girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of all in between. Like, on this episode, I'd say I'm a Sam person because I'm feeling real bad for him. Yeah. Type of a feeling. Yeah. And everyone's just being an asshole to him. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm pretty even. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, I'm very attracted to Dean more than Sam, mm-hmm. but I identify with Sam a lot more. Yeah, see, well, Sam, like, mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of my little brother, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so there's no way that, that I'm attracted, attracted to him. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, yeah, you're a good-looking dude, but it's more like, you're a good-looking dude, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's where we're going with that. Definitely not, like, <laughs> Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. <clears throat> okay, so Cass says, no, I carved it I carved it into your ribs. Sam says, hey, Cass, were you really dead? Cass says, yes. Dean asks, then how are you back? Cass says nothing, and then he whooshes away. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I say that they're whooshing away because that's what the captions yeah. The yeah. say. Yeah, it does kind of <laughs> yeah, sound. Yeah, it says yeah. whoosh sound, yeah. <laughs> um, so we cut back to Nick's house. He's sleeping in bed, and his wife is in the room. She wakes him up. She says, you're dreaming, Nick, but it doesn't mean this isn't real. Nick says, Sarah. She says, I'm not your wife, Nick. I'm an angel. My name is Lucifer. Nick says, sure, naturally. (laughs) Um, uh... Yeah. (laughs) Could you do me a favor there, Satan, and remind me to quit drinking before I go to bed? (laughs) Lucy says, I'm here because you're special, Nick. There's very, very few people like you. You're a vessel, a very powerful vessel. Nick says, meaning what exactly? Lucy says, I need to take control of your mind and your body. To be honest, it'll probably be unpleasant for you, but it is necessary. Nick says, yeah, Nick says, okay, look, if it's just the same to you, I think I'd like to wake up now. Lucy says, I told you this is real. Don't be afraid. This is your choice. You need to invite me in. Nick says, even if this is real, which is not, but assuming it was, why the hell would I do something like that? <clears throat> Lucy says, you people misunderstand me. You call me Satan and the devil, but do you know my crime? I loved God too much. For that, he betrayed me, punished me, just as he's punished you. After all, how could a God stand idly by? How could God stand idly by while that man broke into your house and butchered your family in their beds? There are only two rational answers, Nick. Either he's sadistic or he simply doesn't care. You're angry. You have every right to be angry. I'm angry, too. That's why I want to find him, hold him accountable for his actions. Just because he created us doesn't mean he can toy with us like playthings. Nick says, if I help you, can you bring back my family? Lucy says, I'm sorry, I can't, but I can give you the next best thing. God did this to you, Nick, and I can give you justice, peace. Nick says, how do I know you're telling the truth? Lucy Lucy says, because contrary to popular belief, I don't lie. I don't need to. What I need is you. Nick, I need you to say yes. Nick says, then yes. Even though, like, half of the things that he just said were all, like, lies you know like mm-hmm. i don't need to lie it's fine it's like mm, but that in itself is a lie like come on right 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 so we cut to the hospital where bobby's at we hear him from the hallway say unlikely to walk again why you snot no son of a bitch <laughs> wait till i get out of this bed the door opens and the doctor hurries out sam and dean are in the room bobby yells i'll use my game leg to kick your friggin' ass <laughs> yeah you better run <laughs> to the boys he says you believe that yahoo Dean says, screw him, you'll be fine. Sam Mm -hmm. says, so let me ask the million dollar question. What do we do now? Bobby says, well, we save as many as we can for as long as we can, I guess. It's bad. Whoever wins, heaven or hell, we're boned. Dean says, what if we win? I'm serious. I mean, screw the angels and the demons and their crap apocalypse. They want to fight a war. They can find their own planet. This one's ours. And I say they get the hell off of it. We take them all on. We kill the devil. Hell, we even kill Michael if we have to. But we do it our own damn, our own damn selves. Bobby says, and how are we supposed to do all of this, genius? Dean says, I got no idea. But what I do have is a GED and a give him hell attitude. <laughs> and I'll figure I mean, it out. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Bobby says, you're a nine kinds of crazy boy. Dean says, it's been said. Listen, you stay on the mend. We'll see you in a bit. Dean walks out, and as Sam's following, Bobby says, Sam, I was awake. I know what I said back there. I just want you to know that that was the demon talking. I ain't cutting you out, boy. Not ever. Sam says, thanks, Bobby. Hmm. That's the best. I just needed them to, like, embrace. I know. Like, hug each other. You didn't, though. I know. I wanted it. It was kind of sad. No man hug. I know. Single man tears. (laughs) Yep. Sam says, thanks, Bobby. Bobby says, you're welcome. I deserve a damn medal for this. But you're welcome. The boys leave. As they're walking out of the hospital, Sam says, you know, I was thinking, Dean, maybe we could go after the cult. Dean says, why? What difference would that make? Sam says, well, we could use it on Lucifer. I mean, you said, I mean, you just said back there. Dean says, I said a bunch of crap for Bobby's benefit. I mean, I'll fight. I'll fight till the last man. But let's be honest. I mean, we don't stand a snowball's chance. And you know that. I mean, hell, you of all people know that. Sam says, Dean, is there something you want to say to me? Dean says, I tried, Sammy. I mean, I really tried, but I just can't keep pretending that everything's all right, because it's not, and it's never going to be. You chose a demon over your own brother, and look what happened. Sam says, I would give anything, anything to take it all back. Dean says, I know you would, and I know how sorry you are. I do. But man, you were the one that I depended on the most, and you let me down in ways that I can't even... I'm just having a hard time forgiving and forgetting here, you know? Sam says, what can I do? Dean says, honestly, nothing. I just, I don't think that we can ever be what we were, you know? I just don't think I can trust you. Then he gets inside, baby, and credits. (sighs) Poor Sammy! Honestly, though, like, the Bobby moment trumped that moment for sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, they were both pretty bad, but yeah, (laughs) the Bobby one was worse. Yeah. For sure. But, so... I have thoughts, but Jessica, do you have any thoughts about this episode? Anything you'd like to, you know, ramble on about? <laughs> um, I don't appreciate that the first part was them on a plane. Because I had to get on a plane to be here, and it was one of the most scariest landings of my life. Oh. So thanks for that, guys. That was great. You're welcome! <laughs> <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? Uh, yeah. But other than that, the part that really, like, stuck out to me was the Bobby moment. Like, yeah. I don't crack him any things, but I felt tears on that one. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, if I was, if I had a soul and I cried, I would probably cry. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just, I don't know. It, it's just, I not that I don't feel the feelings, but it's fake, you know? So, like, I, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just weird. But... <laughs> So, okay, I definitely, the b- very beginning, I don't remember there being an airplane involved at all. Oh, really? Like, yeah, we did talk about that because yeah. I, I was like, what the heck? Like, why, why did you, have you me watch this? And I was like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. She's like, the airplane? And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, even after I watched it again, I still forgot about the airplane part. Like, it's just, apparently. It's- and it's funny because they didn't really, like, do anything with it. No, you know what I mean, like yeah. they just yeah, which is probably why my brain just is like, yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it at all. Um, also, okay, so when you first go into 
Nick's house and he like wakes up and like the blankets are all covered in blood and stuff oh but gosh, before yeah. that happens like he's just like laying there in bed and my first thought was that looks like a super comfy blanket I wonder if I could get one of those it's <laughs> <laughs> covered then I was in like, blood oh there's blood now you know? yeah <laughs> that's, that's not good but yeah that was can you imagine how like freaked out you'd be if you like pulled your hands out from under the covers and you were covered in blood I'd be like, which makes it weird that he didn't like correlate that with, you know, Lucifer trying to use his body mm-hmm. because that was definitely him. Like, I mean, after you wouldn't know at that time, but like when Lucifer was like, hey, P.S., like, can I hang out with you? I would have been like, oh, this makes yeah. more sense now, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I mean, he had the, time, the flashbacks before he said yes to. Yeah, I think I mean, honestly, I think for me, it was kind of like just dude you know like (laughs) why you know what do you mean and it's like okay if you've clearly got these things happening i mean obviously you're not gonna know at the time but if you've clearly got these things happening like why would that even be a thought in your mind it's like oh i'm gonna wreak havoc on your psyche for a little bit before i even ask you this question Mm -hmm. and then oh by the way can i be your best friend yeah no you know like no you cannot be my best friend yeah like uh, it'd be way too much for me. I wouldn't be... Uh, I mean, no. No. <laughs> the answer is no. You know, like, yeah. Uh, it's just weird that he didn't, like, put the two together. Yeah. But. And I think he did. He he would have had to, to a certain extent. Or maybe but I he think, just didn't really want not to necessarily, like, not live anymore, but he was he done dealing with... He didn't want to feel with, it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he... And I think another part of it, too, is that he just, like, didn't recognize the lies Mm -hmm. yeah you know like he knew in the back of his mind but at the time he was like whatever you know like yeah i guess this is how i deal now so this is what we're gonna do but yeah i don't know i thought okay so i thought it was interesting like i vaguely remember this but how they made a point out of saying like michael is the toughest out of all of the angels Mm -hmm. which like makes sense later on and all that sort of stuff but Mm -hmm. like I didn't like for some reason I didn't remember that and so when I heard that I was like oh oh, yeah huh (laughs) Mm -hmm. like I guess that makes sense also I love Rachel Miner and I'm so glad (laughs) that we get to see her now yeah yeah she's just new Meg she's just the bee's knees man Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I love her character I do too and I love how she plays that character um I think I can't remember if I read it or if she said it in a panel, but um, the actress, Rachel Miner, who plays this new Meg, mm-hmm. um, she didn't watch the original Meg at all. Yeah. She didn't do any research about it. She That's just went in cool. with her own thing. It's kind of cool, but it yeah. also is kind of annoying. Yeah. You know, because I want to be able to look at this actress and the old actress and yeah. be like, yeah, you played the same person. I can tell. Yeah. Not that I needed her to have the same, like, mannerisms or anything, but yeah. it just was so different that so I was kind of like, I they were eh. kind of similar. I didn't feel that way. I mean, not exactly the same, but, yeah. like, I felt that they were, like... They were both snarky enough to mm-hmm. where yeah. it was fine for me. Yeah. Also, Rachel Miner has, like, a different kind of, like, cadence to the way she talks. Yeah. You know? That yeah. it's so, it's so different that it kind of, I just don't believe it's the same demon. You know? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. I love Rachel Miner. I'm not knocking her performance at oh, all. Yeah. I just didn't really buy into 
the same demon thing, yeah, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. See, like, to me, I totally, like, my brain was just like, okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a moment of, like, I don't think this is right. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, eh, seems legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds fine to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know. But I am glad to see her because I do love her. Yeah. I think also mm-hmm. for me, too, it's been so long since we've seen the other Meg mm-hmm. that, like, that's true. With the differences, yeah. it doesn't, like, register that there was that many differences to me. But if I were to, like, watch an episode that the old Meg was in versus the new Meg, I'd probably... Whoops. I'm throwing <laughs> pens now. I'd probably, like, see a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of takes you by surprise that it's her just because it's been so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that, yeah, you yeah. exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But... So what was... Oh, real quick. So yes. she's she is the daughter of Azazel, of original Yellow Eyes. Yeah. Right? Oh, I don't... Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't so I wonder that. if she, like... This is new information to me right now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't I think so. I don't no, I mean, like, to me, like, I don't remember. Like, okay. my brain is taking it in as new information because yes. I didn't... So I wonder if she knew the plan all along, too, you know, to, like, Azazel's whole plan of bleeding into babies' mouths and stuff oh, so that probably, they could... I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that they could... I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I guess it would make sense now that when she's, like, when the original Meg's, like, speaking into the bowl, she's like, Father, yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh, my God. That was so long ago. <laughs> like, a light bulb just happened, folks. <laughs> the, the lights are on, and now I finally made it home. <laughs> <laughs> not just for show anymore. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, no. oh, that's embarrassing. So, <laughs> what is y'all's favorite moment from this episode? I got a couple of favorite moments. One was um, Chuck hitting Sam in the head with a plunger. <laughs> that was one of mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny and so yeah. perfectly Chuck. He's <laughs> like, thunk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I liked that. And I also liked... Um, Becky being unable to stop touching Sam. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Jessica? Uh, what was Dean saying that we were going to use? That was definitely one of my favorite parts. Dean saying that we were going to use... Something about, like, cram it with walnuts yeah, or something. Yeah, cram it oh, with cram walnuts. Cram it with walnuts, ugly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I would figure you would go for life as, an an- life as an angel condom. That's real fun. Oh, that one, too. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I love his sarcastic remarks. I do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I think, really why I like Dean the most is because I am a very sarcastic person. Mm-hmm. So, like, to hear somebody else come up with things that I think are funny i'm like you're my favorite you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i get it <laughs> you know? what was your favorite moment oh uh, okay so i had a few <laughs> mm-hmm. the toilet plunger was definitely one yeah um the uh the becky's like you're so firm and you're not what i pictured <laughs> and, then like, and then sam's like can you quit touching me and she's like no, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Like, just like she has no shame. I was like, I would know? never have the balls to do that. To oh, somebody. I would totally never do that. But like, somebody just met to start touching them and not stop. Yeah. yeah, and I also appreciate that her uh, screen name for one of her, you know, media things was Sam Licker eighty one. Like, it, it's funnier to be uh, than yes. it should be. I just. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't handle it. Um, so our interesting facts for this episode, uh, it says the host that Lucifer takes is named Nick. In some traditions, the devil is referred to as Old Nick. Um, this episode is named after a song by the Rolling Stones. Uh, 
at the storage unit, Dean likens being a vessel to being an angel condom, and you can see Jared start to laugh behind him, which I didn't notice. I missed that, too. Like, I, want to see that <laughs> I would, too. I'd have a hard time keeping a straight face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or either that or I did see it, and I just, like, thought it was part of the... Yeah. You know. Um... Uh, so it says, when Becky arrives at the motel, she calls Sam by his whole name, Sam Winchester. Um, when we first meet Chuck in season four, he reveals that he kept Sam and Dean's last name out of the books. Oh. But also, she just talked to Chuck. Right, but so, but in her house, you did see a, a like wood sign that said Winchester or something on it. It is kind of weird. Yeah. So, I think they just fucked up. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so, because they... They're like, oh, well, now that we know that he knows that they know, sort of, you know, (laughs) they just assume that everybody knows. Yeah. Um, So it says, uh, the city street where the hotel is located was also used in the 2012 horror film The Possession, um, which starred Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Daddy Winchester. (laughs) That is a good movie. Have you seen it? No. It's all about a Dybbuk box. I don't even know what that is. is. It's like a Jewish Thing. Oh, the puzzle box? It's not, a, that, it's no. not a puzzle what box. They, what are those called? The puzzle boxes that, like, hold... I think you're thinking of Hellraiser. Oh, I don't know Hellraiser, but I'm saying, like, the boxes in general that, like, those, like, puzzle boxes that mm-hmm. people, like, store stuff in, and it's, like, almost impossible to get open. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing, like, the escape rooms and stuff? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess, too, but I guess... <sighs> I know what you're talking I, about. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know what they're called, but that's what I thought you were going. Oh, no. Yeah. It's it's like a it's like a box to contain a demon. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is a fucked up <sighs> movie. You, yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I think yeah. I think you'd like it. We should watch that one sometime. <laughs> it's scary. There's so many on this list now that we have to watch. <laughs> There's, like, I should be writing them down. I know. We, we've we had I'm this conversation about so it, many times. I know. I just, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to, like, do something about this. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, um, so it says Becky's online name is Samlicker81. <laughs> She's the webmistress of morethanbrothers.net. <laughs> oh. That's so wrong. The wincest is strong with yep. this one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's so weird. Um. <laughs> You know, like, people have all their different ships and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're going to ship where you're going to get what you're going to ship. But, like, I cannot get behind the Wincest. The I Wincest doesn't bother me just because I because Jared and Jensen aren't related in real life. That's yeah. I think that's why it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Well, like, to me, I don't think of it as Jared and Jensen because it's I think the of characters. It as the brothers. And yeah. it's the brothers. Like, the characters are brothers, and mm-hmm. that's who they're mushing together. Like, I can like, understand no. them doing, like, Dean and Cass because they're just... They're not brothers. They're not related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of have a little bromance. Yeah, the Destio. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, okay, whatever. But, like, I just, the Wincest thing, I'm just like, yeah. no. <laughs> we no. are not throwing shade at oh, anyone no. who does ship. Like, I mean, if that's, if that's, that's what cool. you like, that's what you like. But I just can't do it. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't picture it is what I should say. And I don't want to picture it. <laughs> okay, I spent, I spent a lot of time on Tumblr, and I have seen it. Uh, with all the fan art, uh, and no. and I've seen it, and it's it's okay. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you like see it enough to scrolling through Tumblr mm-hmm. or whatever. I I deleted Tumblr because I like you had me download it, and I was like, oh, this is really cool for like a week, and then I never went on it again. And I was oh, yeah. like, 
eh, I should probably just delete this. Let's just take it <laughs> in space on my phone. That's how I fall asleep at night now. I used oh, to yeah. read. I used to read books. <laughs> but, now um, I read Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I was. I tried like three different books because I normally read like a book a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything I was reading was had to do with like missing children or like oh. a dead child, and I was just like, I can't do this. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just wasn't in the right place. So yeah. I was like, I'll just look at Tumblr, and that's where I've been for the last six it's months. Kind of like me, <laughs> I just TikTok. tumble till I fall asleep. Kind of like me and TikTok. Yeah. It's your fault. She kept <laughs> sending me all these different like TikTok. Um, videos and she's like oh this is funny this is funny and I'm like oh these are funny and then she kept sending them to me and like kept sending them to me and I'm like there's a lot of supernatural ones on there there. is there's a fair amount and so I was like well I should just go on TikTok and see what this is about (laughs) (laughs) it's your fault like that's that's my time suck right now is TikTok (laughs) but um so it says this premiere episode had the ha- had the hashtag Lucifer is coming. It trended worldwide, and P Diddy freaked out and thought the Satanists were coming <laughs> and uh, onto Twitter. So he got the tag banned and trended hashtag God is here in response. Yeah, it was a <laughs> which I've heard thing. about. I I don't like I didn't watch Supernatural at the time, but it it is kind of funny. It's like everybody's Lucifer is coming. And he's like no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I like, guess if you don't watch the show and you see it's really popular, I could see how it might. Well, yeah, he, yeah. Didn't, he didn't know that yeah. it was, like, a show thing. He's just like, um, you know. <laughs> but, uh, so our research from this week is from Wilmington, Delaware. So this is in Pike Creek, Delaware, this episode, but this was close. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is what we went with. <laughs> and it's off of dreadcentral.com. Um, it says, dead. it's Dead President's Pub and Restaurant. Um... It's got a little bit of like a, you know, set the mood sort of thing at the beginning. So we're just going to go with this. (laughs) So it says, a late night in a little Italy bar. The last of the thirsty patrons have gone home. The taps drained and the waitresses have counted their tips and left before the sun rises over the city. Okay, don't, first of all, don't bars close at like two o'clock. Like if the sun is rising at two o'clock in the morning, like you got other issues. Somewhere it's going on. I know. Anyways, we're going to just, like, you know, ignore that little. (laughs) Um, So it says, a lone bartender locks the doors and finishes his evening tasks of wiping down the bar and tables, turning stools, and mopping the floors. From down the stairs in the liquor storage closet, he hears a sound, faint laughter from below. Perhaps there's someone left in the bar, he thinks. He walks towards the stairs and calls out, but the only response is the laughter growing steadily louder. At once, he feels cold, the flesh on his neck creeping, which I'm guessing they mean, like, goosebumps. Which, I mean, I'd have multiple... The little hairs on the back of my neck would be standing up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It says, The laughing presence passes through and... Or passes through and past him, leaving him gasping... (laughs) Gasping for breath. Um, He turns his every intention to run out into the street, but he stops... But he's stopped by glasses leaping off the shelves at him. Um, He screams, and as suddenly as it began, the attack stops, leaving only the sound of fading laughter. There are no rules as to what causes a haunting. Um, Deaths of passion only make up a small portion of the restless souls that seem to remain earthbound. Um, Others include those who simply went before their time or were murdered in cold blood. Um, Some, however, are caused by accidents and made no less tragic by their strange circumstances. A historic building may have uh, seen its... Wait, a historic building may have seen its share of strangeness in its lifespan, and no matter what service it currently provides, the walls don't forget. Uh, Such is the case with the curiously named Dead President's Pub and Restaurant. 
So the history, it says little is known about the history of the 2000, or 2000, <laughs> 200 year old. There is no 2000 year old buildings left standing no, in America. No. Let's be real. Yeah, All of the, anything is just like cracker boxes around here. Like you go to anywhere else in the world and it's like, oh. Germany's like 1492 castle or church. something. And you're just yeah. like. Oh, this is what it's like to have a history. <laughs> Not that America doesn't have history, but still, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, this is way, like, you just feel like you're in an old time, yeah. even when you're not, but mm-hmm. still. Um, so, little is known about the history of the 200-year-old building that now houses the dead president's pub and restaurant. There's evidence to suggest that it once... Uh, that it was once several separate buildings and households joined together as the years went by. Uh, During its early years, it was a common practice for rooms and houses to be converted into makeshift chapels by their residents, uh, a fact that is evident by ornate carving, uh, by the ornate carving of Christ in what is now the basement storage room. Over the years, the building has uh, been many things, including homes and at least one bar without any mention of any kind of activity. There's no historical records of any sort of tragedy, either natural or man-made, occurring on the grounds of the building for much of its life. All that changed, however, in the late 1960s. Uh, Though details are sketchy, it seems that Dead Presidents is not the first bar to set up shop in the building. Um, Another bar once existed with a curiously regular patron who went by the name of Lemonade Mullery. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Or, he went by Lemonade, but, yeah. Um, Strange... Uh, yeah, I, I would kind of like to know how that happened. <laughs> it says, a practical joker, Mullery enjoyed tossing things at waitresses and playing pranks on the other patrons. While such behavior might have gotten any other patron ex- escorted into the alley, those that frequented the bar held Mullery in high regard. Um, tragedy occurred one day, setting the scene of this strange haunting. Mullery, after spending a great deal of time in the bar drinking, went down the stairs to the bathroom. Lore has it that he slipped on a puddle of urine and fell, breaking his neck. Oh. Lemonade slipped on a puddle of urine. Oh, that's sad. Let's just think about this, though. Lemonade slipped on a puddle of urine. <laughs> <laughs> like. That's a shitty way to go. I- <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, and he fell, breaking his neck. It was not until 1997 that brothers Michael and Stephen Lucy opened Dead President's Pub and Restaurant in the old building with interesting times to follow. It says, Whether the story of Lemonade Mullery is true or not is open to debate, but there can be no denying that something still lurks in the bar. Those that worked there gave the prankster the name, figuring it had to be him. Um, Waitresses and waiters often report the sound of screaming coming from down the stairs, leading to the area where Mullery supposedly died. Or more frightening, however, is the occasional muffled giggle that originates from the same area. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like that. Um, There are reports that the giggle often erupts into peals of laughter as the victim's fear increases. Yeah. That would terrify me. Oh, yeah, no, I'm never going to this place. (laughs) (laughs) It says, his most interesting and terrifying trick is to throw things at the staff. Uh, Dishes, glasses, dominoes, ashtrays, and any other thing conceivable have been reportedly used against the living in the restaurant. things when he was alive, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It says, giving this place a strange but interesting appeal. (laughs) It says, present day, the dead president's pub and restaurant is open year-round, serving food and drink to any who darken its doorway. 
the staff puts on an annual golf tournament and has been involved in several community-related activities, giving them a well-respected place in Wilmington. Hmm. The staff is also very open about speaking of their resident specter. Uh, still, the basement area does cause shivers down some employees' spines. It could just be that the image of the praying Christ left over from when the building was a home blends in so well with the walls that one doesn't immediately notice it. Um, it's like, oh, that's there. Um, what blends in? The the um, the image of the praying Christ. So it's kind oh, of like... Right. In you know it like it blends in so it's like to all of a sudden wall, there's yeah. a face in the wall you know yeah. like I could see that being a little freaky yeah especially if you don't know it's really there or you like haven't paid attention or whatever um, it says more than likely it's a stifled giggle that follows them down the stairs as they fetch yeah. another case of alcohol nope don't like um, it yeah. <laughs> It says, the prankster phantom usually is most noticeable after the restaurant is closed, but that doesn't mean he isn't active uh, year-round. According to some of the wait staff, Mullery is still playing pranks, throwing dishes and laughing at them behind their backs. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, jeez. Like, uh, just burn it all down. <laughs> it might be best to check their calendar and participate in one of their annual events so you can join the festivities held afterwards. Just don't be surprised if the laughter you hear isn't coming from the other patrons, but from the stairwell across the room. I would love to go there. You're on your own. <laughs> Not me. I don't know. Would you ever go to something like that? Like, go to a place that's, like, supposedly haunted? And, oh, I've like, been try... to a lot of places that are supposedly haunted. Well, okay, I've, like, been to a couple without knowing that that's what was happening. Oh, no, we went there for that purpose. Okay, oh, so yeah. you, y'all are both crazy. You can go by yourselves, and I will sit back it's, here and be like, It's okay. that you know for sure that it has a history to it. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of it is, like, probably mind stuff. Just, like, you, the anticipation of maybe seeing something like and every that. little thing, like, freaks you out. Have but. you guys heard of Virginia City, Montana? Mm. Yes, like the old saloon kind of town. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there before a that couple times. That was kind of creepy. Um, See, when I, I've been there as a kid a couple of times, and the only thing I remember from that is, like, <clears throat> There's, like, a pony ride or something. <laughs> no, they, like, show... They, like, have the building where, like, three guys were hanged, and they still have, like, the thing that they were hanged on. Oh, creepy. There. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't remember... Maybe I'm thinking of another place, but the only... There is a town, and they do, like, at noon, like, at high noon, they do the old, like, shootout, like, I think that thing. you're thinking of a different one. That's, maybe I'm that's thinking... um, Jackson Hole. No. Does the shootout. It, where... That's in Wyoming, though. No, it wouldn't have been there. It was somewhere... Virginia City is literally, like, a museum of the whole city, and you go, you walk building to building, and you go into the buildings, and they have, like, that sounds the museums right. in there. Hmm. But I never remember, like, a shootout. I remember there's, like, a train ride. I do remember the train ride. Okay. okay. I think maybe the train, or the shootout was something different. Or maybe during the train ride. Does it... Okay, there's, like, during the train ride, is this the same place that they go, and they, like have some sort of, like, Wild West brawl no, or something around the... What Silverwood. am I thinking of? Silverwood does that. Well, I, I didn't go to Silverwood when I was a kid. I'm gonna have to look, because we have pictures in our old scrapbooks mm. of going there, and I have to figure out where it is, because I don't remember. Because <laughs> that's gonna drive me nuts now, yeah. but, yeah. Mm. I think I have been to Virginia City, though. Yeah. I would go to this place, though, just to... Out of curiosity. I would not. <laughs> I totally would. See, all of these research things, I am, like, discovering the things that I would never do. <laughs> like, I'm like, great, now I know another place to avoid. <laughs> well, it's not like you'd be alone. It's not like you're the staff that's there, you know, I don't care yourself. if I'd be alone or not. 
<laughs> Stop freaking me out. Like, <laughs> uh-uh. I am. I have a weak constitution. Okay. <laughs> Michelle has said on an earlier podcast that if we were in a place like that and something happened, she would just run away from me. I would run. She would leave me in the ghostly shit and just run. Because <laughs> if you were smart, you would run too. I guess you gotta take me with you. I know. I'm more of the dean side. Like I pull my gun out. And I'm like. <laughs> okay, yeah. but like, what is a gun gonna do against a shotgun? Okay, well, okay, that's it. But like, listen. <laughs> How often are we roaming? Okay, let's just say that we all were. You know, let's just say that we were to all go ghost hunting, right? Which is never gonna happen because I'm never gonna do it. But let's just say that it would happen. I have promised Killian to take him ghost hunting when he's older. I'm not going with you. I know some places to go if you want. Yeah, to totally. Okay. But like. How do you think it would go over if you're just walking through town with a shotgun? <laughs> People don't know what's going on around you. Where like, I'm from, they don't care. Well, okay, you're also from, like, the middle of nowhere, Idaho. So that's <laughs> yeah. I guess my town kind of has some haunted places as well where I'm from. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, out in the middle of nowhere, I would expect there's some, like... Yeah, it's called Spirit Lake for a reason, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. I've only been there, like, I think the one... Twice have I been there now? Once? At least once. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, but at least once. It's pretty. It's a pretty area. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, okay, so what... Let's let's start with Jessica. What was your idget or ass butt moment from this week? <sighs> Does that have to be this week? Or no, just in no. general, because, like, yeah, yeah. Just okay. so, an idget or ass butt moment. So, around, like, New Year's time, I was coming back from overseas... Mm-hmm. Um, no, this was on my way there, actually. Mm-hmm. So this makes it worse. Um, <laughs> makes it worse. But I was in Germany, and I think I was the idiot in this story. <laughs> but um, I was going into security, and to start it off, I forgot to empty my water bottle. Of course. <laughs> so they sent me back out, and I had to find a bathroom. And so there was a guy at the top of a stairwell, mm-hmm. you know, before security, and I was like... Where's the bathroom? Because I saw that the sign led there, but it didn't really give you any other information. Yeah. And so he told me where it was, so I went and I dumped my water bottle. Had to go back to security again. hmm Well, he was the one guiding people into line. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so he just, like, starts out and asking me, like, the basic questions, like, hey, um, where are you going? How long are you staying here? Mm-hmm. Like, just... The normal questions. Yeah. I didn't notice at this time that he was, like, waving people by us. <laughs> so he was letting people cut me in line. Yeah. And I wasn't, like, in a hurry for my flight. Like, yeah. I'm the type of person that leaves, like, way too early. And, yeah. But I didn't realize until after when he asked me for my Facebook that he was working <laughs> and hitting on me at the same time. Oh, no. And so he, like... Put his name into my Facebook, because I didn't realize this. He was like, well, can I see, like, what your Facebook is? And me being an idiot, like I said in this story, it was just oblivious, like, oh, sure, you're a security guard. Like, uh. That's so weird. Yeah. And he, I once I, like, caught on to it, he was like, yeah, I want to talk to you in the stairwell, because apparently he was the guy in the stairwell when I was, like, walking down. So he, like remembered me yeah. from the stairwell. Oh, I wanted to talk to you then. But. He did! That's yeah. exactly what he said. Yeah. 
And one thing that stuck into my mind is we were in Germany, so you'd expect that he lived in Germany. His name was Juan. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait, hold on. (laughs) And I just remember, like, so at this point, I thought, well, I should just act like I'm in a hurry and get through security. And he's working! And he's hitting on me, and he's working. Like, I don't know how Germany works, but... Some people mm. just don't have any boundaries. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's true, though. Like, some people are just like, I'm just gonna do it. And so... Which, applause for your bravery, but... Mm-hmm. I started uh, just acting like I was in a hurry for my flight, because what else do you do? Yeah. Oh, and I even told him that I had a boyfriend, and he still yeah. was asking to write me, and I was like, ah. <laughs> That's weird, And, bro. like, as I was leaving, he's like, can you please come back to Germany? And luckily, when I came back through Germany, yeah. I didn't see him. Yeah. And I was very thankful. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, please be a day that you're not working. Please yeah. be a day that you're not working. Yeah. So I'm guessing that he's the Aspa and I was the idiot in this situation. I mean, yeah. But it was interesting, for sure. Yeah. And that he was waving people by us to flirt with me. Yeah. Yeah. Like... And it was a lot of people. It was probably about, like, 30 people yeah, before like, I realized yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, that's my moment. Yeah. Ugh. How about you, Lynn? Um, you go first. I have a really short one. I mean, mine's kind of yeah. short, too. Your son told me that I looked like Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he was like, mm, you kind of look like Voldemort. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm like, whatever, but I'm kind of like, okay, well, I don't have a small nose. Well, he didn't exactly say that you looked like Voldemort. He was like, in that moment, you looked like Voldemort just there. Like, he tried to save himself. He did, which is pretty cute. he's like, you kind of looked like Voldemort right then. And I'm like, okay, because at first he was just like, you look like Voldemort. Yeah, and I I think you were so shocked. I was like, like, what? And he's like, I mean, just... You kind of looked like Voldemort a little bit, or something like that. And I was just like, okay. And then yeah. I had to tell him, don't ever say that to a girl, I guess, or a boy. To anyone. Uh, yeah, I was like, people don't like that. It's not very nice. And he was just like, okay. I mean, like, I'm not mad about it, but I was just definitely like, well, what? You know, like, it was more shocking. He said than other things to you tonight, didn't he? Like, he didn't think that I could lift you up or something. Oh, yeah. He didn't didn't think that you could lift up Jessica. Oh, yeah. Which I wasn't sure. No, no, no. no. He didn't think I could lift up her. That's right. He didn't think, yeah. He's like, yeah, because, like, she was trying, like, she was, like, lifting me to try and, like, help me stretch. And he's like, I don't think you can lift her up. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, dude, you're just rolling with it today. Uh, Like, what in the world? I am really sorry. Oh, I mean, whatever. I think it's kind of hilarious. Like, kids are kids. And then we were tossing the ball around, and you're like, oh, I'll play with you. And he said, no, I want to play with Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) You're second. And then then I was like, I thought I was your girlfriend. He's like, well, you are, but I want to play with Jessica. (laughs) It's like, this is... What? (laughs) Being cheated on by a (laughs) five-year-old. I feel so betrayed. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a rough night. Like, just disses after disses, man. Yeah. It, was, it was it was pretty funny, though. <laughs> That's my son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so what was yours? All right, mine. Um, so the other day, Killian and I were coloring, and I told him to go get his markers. 
And he goes, Mom, those are tiny ass markers. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to be like, don't don't say that. But, but you used it in the right way. It was just the whole, I, I know a lot of these are me just saying like weird things that Killian says, but. I mean, you know, it's They're fine. so great, though. They're great. Like, kids They're pretty the classic. Thing to say. They have no filters, which is the best, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, okay, what just happened to you? <laughs> Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> and he'll be able to, like, listen to this and hear it when he's older. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a good, like, oh, ha, ha, look what I did when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Or he'll be like, wait, I did that as a kid. <laughs> like, please don't share that. I know, right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, whatever. Listen, if if the people that it's happening to aren't offended, like, he's got no reason to be embarrassed about any of it. You know, like, mm-hmm. no, it's fine, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> okay. By the way, we want to thank Jessica for being on our podcast because, like, she's awesome. So. Yeah. And she's but, not. And she's our first she's guest. She's so awesome. You are. <laughs> That was real whiny. Right? <laughs> it was, yeah. I'm kind of ashamed of myself. Like, I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> yes, thank you for keeping us entertained and for being on our podcast. Oh, you're totally recording. Yeah, I'm recording. I thought you were just practicing. No. <laughs> was that not good enough? Should I try this? No, thing? you did it just <laughs> fine. Thank you so much, Jessica, for being on our podcast. We couldn't have done it without you. I'm batting my eyes at it right now. <laughs> I know you can't hear that, but I figured I should probably explain. I feel like they can hear it. <laughs> okay, listen. My eyelashes are not audible. Very, my eyelashes are not audible. Yeah. Your tone, though. Listen. Listen. Go to Idaho. Go home. <laughs> Thank you, but go home. <laughs> Call me a kiss ass. <laughs> okay. Thank you all for listening to our craziness. 